This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. Um, I think the one that I hear the most is the PFAS. And, and, and how is that going to work its way um, into our vernacular and, and how we approach it and how regulators, how legislators um, and, and the like um, address this. That's Jim Stern with A.O. Smith and president of the Water Quality Association talking about what he hears from WQA members about their biggest challenges. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote better water quality around the world. This is episode number 286, and if you're a first-time listener or new to the industry, welcome. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a show. It's the magic of podcasting, and be sure to share the podcast with somebody you know. We're publishing this on September 28th of 2022. Find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And in this episode, we feature a conversation with WQA President Jim Stern. We'll talk about the cancellation of the Mid-Year Leadership Conference and the quick pivot to WQA Engage 2022 online. We talk about his role as president of WQA and his thoughts about next year's WQA convention and exposition in Las Vegas coming up April 18th through the 20th, 2023. Later, we'll have our WQA Motivational Minute and WQA Tip. Now on to Jim Stern on WQA Radio. Jim Stern is joining us on WQA Radio. Jim is Executive Vice President at A.O. Smith and the WQA President for 2022-2023. And Jim, welcome to the program. Thanks, Wes. Happy to be here. And we wanted to start with a little bit of, uh, oh, I guess just your commentary on what happened with the WQA Mid-Year Leadership Conference and how we had to pivot to WQA Engage 2022 and uh, what what happened and, and and how we responded. So let's start with that. Sure. Well, the, for the third time in five years, uh, we've had to postpone, go virtual or cancel our mid-year leadership conference. Uh, a hurricane, a pandemic, uh, now wildfires this year. Uh, so we're waiting for locust next year. But uh, no, it was, um, you know, I, I, I give a lot of credit to Paulie and the team you know, monitoring the situation and the wildfires that were happening uh, that could implicate Lake Tahoe. And as of Sunday, um, the health warning was a hazardous health warning um, and it was snowing ash. Um, and for the betterment of our health and the safety of everyone, uh, the, the, the team pivoted. Uh, it, it's too bad because the format of what we were trying to do for, enga- uh, for mid-year was a real engagement of ideas and people and it would have been great to be in person. Um, but the staff did a great job of, of going virtual. And for each of our sessions, we had, you know, 80 plus people uh, committed to our industry talking about uh, how we can uh, engage and do more. 
Yeah, it really was great to see everybody pull together and come up with the uh, the online version, so to speak, the, uh, of what we were trying to do. As you mentioned, the engagement and the discussions and all of that, the breakout sessions. And in your opinion, uh, what did you learn? How did it go? I, I was impressed. Um, it, it I continue to be uh, impressed by and emboldened by how engaged um, our membership is and the ideas that they have, the commitment to our industry and advancing it. Um, so, I, you know, whether it was, um, you know, a, a dialogue around the PFOA issue, um, which, which is clearly top of mind and, 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 uh, and numerous different issues that, that surround that and how we as WQA can lend resources and leadership on that. Um, the other thing that, that, that struck me from the engagement was the number of times where even our most committed members sometimes didn't know of the resources of WQA. So I, I, one of my takeaways is how do we continue to communicate the value and the resources that are already created and available um, for our members? And the one that comes to mind was, a, was the, uh, the business operations report and a couple of dealers didn't even know about it. And so I, you know, just, just things like that, that I think were, were good takeaways and, and why you do, um, uh, do not just cancel it. And, and we did, uh, I think a very good job with the virtual opportunity. Yeah. And we had, uh, something a little different. We had some joint committee meetings and you know, as an example, a joint session of the dealer and manufacturer supplier section. And I think it was great to see those groups come together and discuss some ideas that they may not have discussed uh, if we had stayed in our own little, you know, in our own verticals, if you will. Yeah, it, whether it's going to convention, whether it's going to mid-year, whether it's getting involved in committees, just seeing other participants in the industry um, is good and, and educational and helpful. And, um, and I think the reason why we should continue to engage in these type of uh, conventions and mid-years. What would you say people missed out on if they had not come to mid-year and, and perhaps are planning to try to make it one of these years for the mid-year leadership conference? What did they miss? Well, I was going to buy everyone a free drink um, on uh, Monday night, so we missed that, unfortunately. But it, it is that camaraderie um, and it's that opportunity to uh, engage. Um, you might have been, we might have been in a session in person and as you're walking out, the, the, the conversation continues and you learn, you learn something new from that, you know, that, that opportunity or later that night at a, a restaurant or a bar, you continue that dialogue. And I think that interaction, that networking um, is just very valuable uh, to our members and, and, and importantly to our, our industry. Well, you know, I think one of the last times you and I had a chance to do a one-on-one -on -one like this was at convention back in Orlando. And uh, I just wanted to follow up on that and ask how, how the year is going so far for you as president of the Water Quality Association. Well, it's, uh, I will say this, it, it, it's an honor to be able to lead the association. It's, it's a really good industry with a lot of very committed individuals. And uh, I've, I've been able to see that and, and experience that. Um, this past week, I was uh, out at EWQA and again, got to meet more industry participants, a, 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 a large number of them are members of WQA. Um, and so 
I, I think getting to meet the, the various members that make up our industry um, has just been, been great for me. I'm also benefited because, you know, Wes, the team at WQA do a very good job, very professional, uh, very on top of things. So uh, it's made, you know, for a good transition from Toby to myself. And, um, and I'm really uh, benefited by the support I get from the uh, WQA leadership. It's amazing how fast the time flies, isn't it? I mean, here you are already talking about, uh, you know, going to some of these uh, other conferences in the fall. And so you've been able to reach out and make contact with uh, a number of uh, folks out there. And are you hearing any particular uh, challenges that is top of mind uh, from some of these members you're meeting? So we're all a little punch drunk, right? You know, having come through a pandemic supply chain issues, trying to get workers, uh, you know, and now we've got uh, a recession ahead. So we're all um, trying to make sure that we, we find where that equilibrium is or where that normalcy is, is gonna be. Um, I think the one that I hear the most is the PFAS and, and, and how is that gonna work its way um, into our vernacular and, and how we approach it and how regulators, how legislators, um, and, and, and the like um, address this. Um, I think there's some misinformation out there. There is some, um, I, I think, uh, scaredness uh, that has led to uh, certain things that the EPA's done and other legislators have done. And I think this is that opportunity, that moment where WQA can show leadership and be a great resource um, for those folks uh, grappling with uh, the, the uh, PFOA issues. Right, our technical affairs team and others will be uh, very hard at work in these coming weeks, months, and uh, foreseeable future on that issue, as well as the other contaminants that we uh, want to keep track of as well. So, um, you know, it won't be that long, Jim. What, what, you... Just jump in here. I, I, I think you know, as, as this may go out to our members, as you hear issues that come up regarding those issues, you know, reach out to Jeremy, reach out to our technical affairs group, reach out to WQA and share your experiences and what you're seeing, because I think that's where we collectively then um, can have a good uh, unified voice. Yeah, that's a great point. And if you are wondering, well, who should I email or whatever, and you don't have a quick uh, answer, just WQA at WQA.org. That'll get somebody, somebody's attention. And uh, and that's a, that's a great point, uh, Jim. Appreciate that. We're talking with Jim Stern, WQA president for 2022-2023. And as we head into that second half of your term as president, we're looking for our next convention coming up a few months away yet, but it's it, it'll be here before we know it. Speaking of time flying. We'll be in Vegas again, and our theme is momentum. So I'm wondering how we can build momentum for the association and the industry heading into that convention. What do you think? Well, uh, I, I will say for the in-person ones that I've been at, there's, there is a joy to be back together, right? So the, the pandemic uh, and, and, and lingerings of the pandemic um, really did keep us away from being together. So I think the momentum of being back together will be great. Um, I think that the staff is very focused on the educational programs and, and putting uh, the uh, meetings and committee meetings in a way that really hits the most relevant issues 
of our time, whether it is the PFOAs or it, it is, you know, how we drive the future of our industry through our lead programs and rise and win and thrive. So I'm, I'm, I am, I think it is a, I, I liked last year's theme of impact. And I think momentum is the right, um, the right sensibility for what we're trying to do here as an industry, because, you know, there, there just hasn't been um, a, a more um, poignant time where our industry leadership's needed, because the the legislators, the the regulators, the 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 industry is in need of of our expertise, our leadership, uh, and our resources. Do you foresee any kind of changes or a particular focus to convention or perhaps the opening general session this year? We've decided that my president's address will now be two hours long and not <laughs> just regular ten minutes. No, I'm just just kidding. Um, you, we'll continue to utilize um, technology and social media in a way that really augments our experience there. Um, but you know, I'll also say this, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Um, and I do think that we've got a very good you know, trade show and committee meetings and education and the like. Um, and it's a great opportunity because it's well attended for folks to see new products, new technologies, best practices, and uh, hang out with folks that are committed to our industry. Well, Jim, what about those who are kind of on the periphery of our industry? They're not specifically tied to drinking water, and but yet they, they do touch water in some way, a, a plumber, a well driller, that sort of thing. What would you tell them about the value of attending convention? Well, I, I, I'd say it's well worth their while. Uh, again, it's a, it's a strong show, it's a strong convention with products, technology, education, committee meetings, and, and the like. And, you know, we are at that stage uh, in our, our, our country's um, uh, journey in water quality and water treatment where uh, a number of folks that aren't just water quality dealers are touching water. And because there's such great runway for this industry, when you say maybe only 15%, of today's residents have water treatment products or solutions. So that opportunity for greater penetration is going to be an opportunity for people's different businesses. And so I, I'd invite them to come and, and, and see what, uh, what the, the convention has to offer them, uh, and they won't be disappointed. That's a great point. And, and one of the features this year will be our consumer opinion study, getting uh, kind of at the, uh, the heart of some of the thoughts and questions that consumers have about water and water quality and uh, you know what do they know about where their water comes from and, and some of those kinds of questions and when is it time to reach out to a water professional? Those are some of the questions that we'll be asking and hopefully have some really good information as well. So uh, we're looking forward to that. So, okay, Jim, thank you. Uh, any final thoughts as we wrap up our, our podcast? We really appreciate your time. Well, I, I liked how we pivoted to the term Engage 2022. So my, my uh, request is that our members stay engaged or get more engaged and understand what WQA can do for them and what they can do for WQA. Because again, as an industry, we can come together and help drive penetration and drive this industry. Um, and our country needs it. Our country needs this, this voice, this leadership, at WQA, and WQA is made up of its members.
Hey, and by the way, I didn't mention this, but our the dates for the convention, April 18th through the 20th in Las Vegas and business boot camp the day before April 17th. So uh, keep those dates in mind, jot them down on the calendar, put them in ink, get, uh, you know, make sure that you are ready to attend and, and meet Jim in person. Frankly, uh, this will be a great opportunity to have those hallway conversations uh, that Jim was talking about, along with many others. Well, Jim, thank you. This is great. We're uh, so glad you are at the helm of WQA this year. So we appreciate that. Thanks kindly. Good to talk to you, Wes. And now our motivational minute. What are you learning? Have you been able to actually apply something you learned to your personal or professional life this year? I saw a podcast title the other day that said, Four Time Management Tips I Learned This Year. Well, I thought, hmm, could I say the same thing for any area of my life, work life or personal life? What have I actually learned? What could I say that I've used to build on earlier skills to take that to the next level? Now, I'm going to add that chances are that you and I have learned plenty. It's just that we really don't think about it as such. We don't identify it as such. And I think we, you know, we uh, shortchange ourselves. I think we should write it down, especially when we're able to then share that new knowledge or experience or information, whatever it might be, with somebody else. And that's our Motivational Minute. And now our WQA tip. We know it's been tough to hire the workforce you need, especially for dealers. That's why we have our WQA Career Center, where you can post a job and look for that next wave of talent. With the WQA Career Center, you can get the same state-of-the-art services that you would get with commercial job boards and more. Plus, WQA is a member of the Engineering and Science Career Network, so your job posts reach a much wider audience. Go to wqa.org careers to get started. And remember, WQA member companies get a member discount. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at WQA.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.